0: The New York Islanders earned a split this weekend. We have our key takeaways, plus the latest injury news, plus a full preview of tonight's game in Denver against the defending Stanley Cup champion Avalanche. All that and a lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could be with us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We've got a busy show today, lots to talk about. But first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future show, feel free to email us the email address, lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Isles. and you can follow me, Gil Morton, on Twitter at IceWarsNYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news notes and happenings, and I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me for instant insight and analysis, and it's always great to interact with Islander fans game time or anytime so do feel free to to mention uh, me on Twitter and let's uh, let's talk a little Islanders hockey this weekend the Islanders kind of did the unexpected they got a little healthier on Friday were playing against a team that they were expected to beat and they played poorly end up losing to the Arizona Coyotes getting swept in the season series by the arizona coyotes and uh, obviously that is not what you're hoping for final score in that one five to four but just the flatness of the performance has to be disturbing to islanders fans and then obviously saturday they bounce back go into vegas and beat the Vegas Golden Knights who are in first place in the Pacific Division by a final score of 5 to 2 with two empty net goals. Let's start with the injury news because that is certainly uh, been a big concern and you know the, the the first piece was that Friday you had Anthony Bevilier back in the lineup. You had Kyle Palmieri back in the lineup. So finally, everybody seems healthy. Everything seems good. You would think the team would have played well. Okay. Unfortunately, during the game on Friday, you had Kyle Palmieri getting injured again. He is now listed as day-to-day with an upper body injury. And Cal Clutterbuck also banged up. He is day-to-day with an upper body in, uh, injury. So, who comes into the game on Saturday after sitting out Friday's game? Simon Holmstrom, Hudson Fashing. Both of them end up scoring goals, and congratulations to Simon Holmstrom, his first career NHL goal, and it ended up being the game winner for the Islanders on Saturday. And for Fashing, his second goal of the year. After going six years in between NHL goals, so Fashing, who always hustles and who I really like, sort of his style of play, he gets the job done. Uh, another observation from these two games, though, as much as I was pleased with Fashing and Holmstrom, let's get to one other key uh, injury. Uh, Semyon Varlamov, who did get the win on Saturday and played. Pretty darn well, making 35 saves in 37 shots. Left the game with 6 minutes, 22 seconds left. Not clear what happened to him, uh, but he did go to the dressing room and, and was not being looked at by the equipment man, but by the team's athletic trainer. So it is either an illness or an injury, more likely an injury. The Islanders did not practice on Sunday, so there were no updates. We expect an update during the morning skate on Monday, today, and as soon as we know something, we will give you an update on Varley's status. But the problem with Varlamov being hurt is that Ilya Sorokin has lost five straight decisions. He did not play well on uh, Friday, only making 24 saves in 29 shots. That's an 828 save percentage. And realistically you got to get more from Ilya soroka now is he 100 percent healthy we don't know is he tired we don't know uh but whatever the reason is he is not playing particularly well his record for the season now 10 10 and oh uh which is not what you expect his goals against average up to 2.49 and his save percentage 9.21. Varlamov, on the other hand, starting to play better. His save percentage 9.19, just uh, you know, two one hundred, uh, one thousandths of a point behind Sorokin. And then his goals against average 2.65. But more importantly, the Islanders are 8-3-1 with Varlamov in goal, and as I mentioned, 10-10-0 with Sorokin in goal. They don't seem to play as well or score as much. When Sorokin is in goal, but realistically, the Islanders now 13th in the NHL in goals against, and that's not what this team's uh, key to success. The style of play they want to play is they want to be tighter defensively. And I know that you know Lane Lambert has tried to open things up and be more aggressive offensively. Have the defensemen step up into the play. But it can't be so much to the extent that the defense breaks down. And look, they miss Adam Pellick. He's still out of the lineup. We don't know when he's coming back. He has not returned to practice. He did not make the trip uh, to Vegas and to Arizona. No word that he's rejoined the team yet in Denver for tonight's game. So, you know, he is still out of the lineup. And again, we'll update you as soon as we hear something. They certainly miss him, and that's part of it. But this team has just been too inconsistent at trying to clear the puck out of their own zone and have been caught a little too often trying to pinch. And I like the offense. I mean, they're 11th in the league in goals scored, 13th in goals against. But the goals against, for this team to be successful, they've got to get better goaltending. Sorokin has got to get back into form. And the team defense in front of him and Varley when he's healthy has to be better because they're just not not playing smart hockey and Islanders hockey, which is what this team really, truly needs to do. And, you know, that game against Arizona, to be swept by the Arizona Coyotes in two meetings, you get shut out at home, You get beaten uh, on the road. It was 5-4, but it was 5-3. And then, you know, the Islanders score very, very late to make it a little closer. They have to not play down to bad teams and then get up for good teams. Look, we all know how good the Metropolitan Division is. We all know how good the Eastern Conference is. Right now, do you know that the Islanders are in fifth? place in the Metropolitan Division. Pittsburgh is hot. The Rangers are hot. The the hurricanes are hot. The Devils have cooled off, but the Devils are, you know, right now seven points ahead of the Islanders and the Devils have a game in hand. And the Washington Capitals are starting to play well. They're in sixth place, one point behind the Islanders, but the Isles have a game in hand. So This team, if they want to make the playoffs, cannot continue to win one, lose one, play well one night, not play well the other night. They need to play Islanders hockey. And Lane Lambert needs this team to perform more consistently if he hopes for them to win. The power play has been horrible lately and continues to, to, what has it been about, 16 straight power plays that they haven't converted. They're down to 21st in the league. And if you watched what the Vegas Golden Knights did on the power play on Saturday, how they moved the puck quickly with passes and moved without the puck when, when, when they had the extra attacker That is how you score on the power play. And oh, by the way, both of Vegas' goals on Saturday came with the extra attacker. So the Islanders should take notes as to what the Golden Knights did. Now look, we've got a few more key takeaways. We'll also preview tonight's game against the Avalanche. So lots more to get to on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Athletic Greens. I tell you, I started taking AG1 because I'm not a great pill taker and I really wanted to have one thing I could take in one sitting that wouldn't require me to take five, six, seven pills. Well, what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging all these things and it's lifestyle friendly whether you eat keto paleo vegan dairy free or gluten free it contains less than one gram of sugar no gmos no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition it's just one scoop and a cup of water every day and that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast The biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So, some more takeaways from this weekend's action. And here's the bottom line. This team has too many passengers right now. And... You know, guys, there there are just too many players who aren't getting the job done. Josh Bailey has been wildly inconsistent, and if you know me and you've watched this podcast or listened to this podcast, you know I like Josh Bailey as an islander and the contributions he's made over the years, but this year, too many games where he's been invisible. Anthony Bevilier played very nicely on Saturday, but again. Too many games when Bo has just not been there. Casey is taking another bad penalty uh, in in the game on Saturday. A completely unnecessary penalty in the closing seconds of the first period when there was no chance that the Vegas Golden Knights could possibly put the puck in the net before the period ended and he gets called for boarding. Why engage? You know, a veteran like Sezikis has got to be smart. But I think when you pull it all together and you look at this lineup, even in the win, who was getting the goals? The goals were coming from Holmstrom and Fashion, your bottom six forwards. And this team just does not have the firepower on the roster to consistently score enough goals to to compete with these other top teams in the Metropolitan Division over the course of 82 games. It really remains a situation where the Islanders have to find a way to add a player to this roster in order to be successful over the long haul. They can stay in the hunt. They may even squeeze into the playoffs the way this team is built right now. But if they do not go out there and play a good, solid game and get that extra goal scorer who teams fear, who could take some of the pressure off, you know, your Kyle Palmieri's and your Josh Bailey's and your Anthony Bavilliers, where they can be complementary pieces rather than the guys who everyone's counting on game in and game out to produce offense. This team would be so much better and actually could become a legitimate contender for the play, when, once the playoffs get underway and actually make the playoffs. So it's frustrating, this inconsistency, and we need to see more from the Islanders in the future. So tonight, the Islanders facing the Colorado Avalanche, second and final meeting, and Islanders winning uh, the first meeting at UBS Arena earlier this year. And the Avs, they're banged up, but they have won three of their last including a 3-1 win over Nashville at home on uh, Saturday night. So, look, this is a team that has dealt with a lot of injuries, and that really has been the big issue for the Avs. They are still an immensely talented hockey team, but they need to find a way to overcome all the injuries that they have been dealing with throughout this season. The power play is still very good, 27.7% success rate, fifth in the league right now, and 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 they have, you know, the Islanders' PK has got to be there. Goals against, they are still good, sixth in the league. <clears throat> Alexander Georgiev has played very well, 2.59 goals against average. <clears throat> Excuse me, a 920 save percentage and a 12-6 and 2 record. So he is still somebody to be reckoned with and Miko Rantanen, 21 goals and 38 points in 29 games. He has been outstanding. But you look at the injured list. <clears throat> Gabriel Landeskog missing significant time on the IR, Darren Helm, Josh Manson, IR, IR, Nathan McKinnon out of the lineup. They miss him very badly. Curtis McDermott and Bowen Byram are out. But you look at this team, and here's what they have. J.D. Comfer now the top center with Autori Letkinen and Miko Rantanen on either side of him. Evan Rodriguez, the second line pivot. Alex Newhook to his left. Valerie Nechuskin to his right. Ben Myers, Andrew Cogliano, and Logan O'Connor are the third line. Charles Hewden, Dryden Hunt, and... Jean-Luc Foudy are the fourth uh, unit for the defending Stanley Cup champion Ads Former Islander Devon Taves and Kale McCarr make up what may be the best top defensive pairing in the NHL. Samuel Gerard and Eric Johnson are the second pairing. Andreas Englund and Brad Hunt are the third group. And then we mentioned Alexander Georgiev and Pavel Francouz are the two goaltenders. Look, even with all the injuries and the top players this team is missing, the Islanders have to play very solid defense in order to beat this team. And, you know, the challenge is also going to be getting things going. Now, the Avalanche penalty kill is 21st in the league right now. The Islanders... Power play has been very bad over the last four or five games. They had a good streak before that. They've got to get back on track, and they've got to do it. Move without the puck. Get Anders Lee in front and take. Move the puck quickly with good passes and and, and just create opportunities. Pass to get the good shot, but take those shots when you have them and just keep the puck going they haven't been able to do that and you know beating a good defensive team like the avalanche you've got to be able to take advantage of your chances on the power play and the islanders just have not been able to do that in recent games and it's something they're going to have to do hopefully they can continue to win it would be fantastic to see the Islanders beat the Golden Knights and the Avalanche in back-to-back games. And like we said, they definitely need to pick up their game because everybody in the Metropolitan Division seems to be red hot right now. We have got more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We have our Islanders birthday of the day. And uh, it's a player who was only briefly an Islander but uh, a guy who had a pretty good NHL career uh, as a a checking forward who could also occasionally put the puck in the net. Let's see if you can guess who that is. He was with the Islanders during the 1999-2000 season. All that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And, uh, well, basically, today is the 53rd birthday of former Islanders winger Scott Pearson, the native of Cornwall, Ontario, drafted first overall, uh, first round, sixth overall, excuse me, by the Toronto Maple Leafs in 1988, made his debut in the NHL that year, 88-89, with the Leafs, then played for the Quebec Nordiques the Edmonton Oilers, the Buffalo Sabres, back to Toronto. And then in 1999-2000, a brief two-game stint with the New York Islanders. Did pick up an assist in that stint, but then finished his career uh, in the minors with the Chicago Wolves, who were then affiliated with the Isles. Played a year in Germany and then briefly had a one-game comeback in 06-07 in the ECHL. For his NHL career, Pearson, 292 games, 56 goals, 98 points, 615 penalty minutes. He had 165 penalty minutes on the Oilers in 93-94, along with 19 goals and 37 points in what was easily his most productive season in the NHL. Add 10 playoff games, 2 goals, 14 penalty minutes in those contests. We go back and look at his... Best game as a New York Islander. We take you back to December 19th, 1999 at the Old Barn, the Nassau Coliseum. Islanders taking on the Devils. Martem Brodeur, the Hall of Famer, in goal for the Devils. Roberto Luongo, a future Hall of Famer, in goal for the Islanders and it was the Islanders getting on the board. First, John Madden of New Jersey off for cross-checking. Brad Isbister, a power play goal, his 10th from Nicholas Anderson and Jamie Heward at three minutes, Isles up one nothing. That's how it was after the first period. In the second, Tim Conley makes it two nothing Isles, his fifth from Jamie Rivers and Dallas Eakins at 350. Islanders looking pretty good, but then Jamie Heward heads off for interference and Claude Lemieux. Potts a power play goal, his 10th from Bobby Holik at 8.31. Lemieux strikes again a minute and a half later, his 11th from Scott Gomez and Jason Arnott. We're all even at 2-2 midway through regulation time. Late in the second, the Islanders regain the lead. Gino Ojik, the Algonquin enforcer, his third from Ole Okunin at 16.44. Isles up by a goal after two periods of play. In the third, Ole Jokinen extends the Isles' lead. He makes the score four to uh, four to two. His second of the year. Nicholas Anderson and our Islanders' birthday of the day. Scott Pearson with the assist, and then Anderson, his second from Isbister and Connolly at 5:51, makes it 5-2 Islanders. The Devils get a shorthanded goal. John Madden, his sixth from Ken Danico at 10:59. But that's all she wrote. Final score, Islanders 5 and the Devils 3. For Roberto Luongo, 46 saves to earn the win. Islanders outshot 49-29. to But for our Islanders birthday of the day, Scott Pearson, he had an assist. He was a plus 2. He had 3 shots on goal in 15 minutes and 4 seconds of ice time. And by the way, he did assist on what was the game-winning goal. So, again, a very happy 53rd birthday today to former Islanders left-wing Scott Pearson. He only played two games for the Isles, but he did pick up a point, and he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I'll tell you, this: we mentioned how critical this stretch of games is for the Islanders, and, you know, tonight, a challenging game, obviously, uh, against the defending Stanley Cup champions. Then you go back east to play the Rangers. you got the Florida Panthers and then the holiday break. So hopefully uh, with these three games before the holiday break, if the Islanders can win two, we said you want six points from these six games. So far in three, the Islanders have three points. So they have Three games left before the holiday break, and they need three more points. Let's see if this team can do it. But I still think, over the long run, injuries or no injuries, they need to add that goal scorer in order to really become a contending team. So... Let's see if they can get that done. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen today. Now make Locked On Sports Today your next listen. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in just 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. We will be back tomorrow with our key takeaways from the game against the Avalanche and a lot more. I want to wish all of our listeners who are celebrating a very happy Hanukkah. Hope that uh, it's a good holiday for you. And uh, for those of you celebrating Christmas, it's less than a week away. So it's, it's that time of year, everybody. Have a great day. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.